they charge me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody. It's me, Lauren, the host of Allegedly Bravo. And I'm here solo. Cash is not here tonight. I think she's wedding planning, um, which is, as I've heard, extremely treacherous. So glad I've not experienced it yet, but also I'm looking forward to it. George, if you're listening. Um, Anyway, we are here today, and by we, I mean me. I'm here today to talk to you about Erica Jane and... All that BS she just pulled on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week. And also, I I know this is risky, but I want to talk about Diana Jenkins. I know I, I, by the way, Diana, anything I say in this episode is just alleged. I know that. And I'm just going to share facts that I saw on the internet and I haven't, I don't think any of this is true. I have no reason to believe that Diana has done anything inappropriate ever. Okay? Diana, don't fucking sue me. Um, cause you know, she, she's sent a couple letter lawyer, or lawyer letters, um, this last week to some podcasters and Instagrammers who have talked about her and uh, there's, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions and all that. So we'll get into that a little bit later to, uh, today, a little bit later today. Like, no, we'll get into it a little bit later this episode. Um, first, I just wanted to let you guys know, I just did a full recap of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills episode, um, with, this last recent one in, um, oh my God, I almost called it Palm Springs, but they're definitely in Aspen. But you know, all Kyle's houses weirdly look the same to me. And I don't think, I mean, is it, is Faye Resnick decorating all of these? And at what point will Faye Resnick not be decorating any of these anymore? Is Faye Resnick staging homes for the agency? I have so many questions, but anyway, yes, they're in Aspen, not in Palm Desert. (sighs) It's just so exhausting. So anyway, I did a whole recap of it over on our Patreon. If you'd like to hear this episode without any commercials, I would head over to our Patreon because that's where we have it commercial free. And we also have like all the documents that we ever source, we upload over there And, you know, we just do our best to keep it as updated as possible, okay? We're humans, and so anything that we do, like, maybe not put up an episode for the week, so sorry, but we promise we'll always catch up, okay? Always. That probably, like, wasn't a great way to be like, hey, go spend $5 a month over on Patreon. (laughs) But, um, anyway, we have a lot of fun over there, and we, um you know, talk about the stuff that maybe isn't appropriate for public, you know, internet consumption. 
We also have our website, allegedlybravo.com. If you want to head over there, you can listen to other episodes. Um, we upload them all to our website as well. So if you're like ever out and about and for some reason you don't have your phone with you, like maybe you left it at home, but you're at work and you want to listen to our episode. Um, if you don't have Spotify or you don't want to listen on Spotify, head to our website. And listen to it there. And we have some cool sweatshirts and stuff coming up. I'm designing like a fall cozy, allegedly Bravo sweater and joggers line. Um, so look for those. Um, and let's get into it. Okay. So in this most recent episode um, of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane is like, so vindicated that the lawsuit against her was dismissed and she's sitting in that i forget what the snow outfit place is called it's called like zabarkies or something it like starts with a z and it's like super exclusive and dorit has everything i have everything you make i have it um so look for the next you know housewife arrest i think we know who it might be Seems like overconsumption for someone who has been owes a lot of money to the government on taxes, allegedly, according to the documents that I've seen on the internet. I have not verified that with Dorito Chip. Anyway, Erica did have like, you know, I think she had a bit of a right to feel a little vindicated. <sighs> I'm going to be careful how I say this because... Erica, like when this whole lawsuit started was like, this isn't the appropriate place for this lawsuit to be held. Like the Edelson PC filed this lawsuit in Chicago, right? Because that's where he was based and that's where the original, um, lion air lawsuit happened. And since that's where all that happened, it seemed to him to be an appropriate place to file the lawsuit. Great. Well, a lot of the defendants are, residents of California so they can ask the court to like remove it to California instead because it's more convenient for them um so they were trying to work that out meanwhile whether this is by agreement between attorneys or whatever um Edelson withdrew the complaint in the Chicago court asked for a dismissal, all that stuff. And um, basically that meant for that moment, there was no lawsuit against Erica Girardi or or GL EJ Global regarding the Lion Air victims with the Edelson PC group. However, like Crystal mentions, that really doesn't mean that the whole lawsuit goes away. Technically, yeah, that specific lawsuit with that specific case number and that specific pleading is defunct. Like, it, it's it gone. They dismissed it. But if you notice, Erica says they dismissed it without prejudice. So prejudice, it prejudice is an, a very interesting to me topic in the law because In my head, when I first thought like, oh, without prejudice, like, you know, that's good. Like, you don't want to have like a 
biased opinion or or whatever against some other complaint. Okay, that's like not even what it means. And I'm so glad that I learned. This is what it actually means. If you just if you ask the court to dismiss the lawsuit with prejudice, it means that you can not refile the lawsuit. So that means that like the court is like, yeah, we're done. You're not going to be able to refile it. Um, it's been prejudiced. We're done. Without prejudice means that the lawsuit can be refiled. When most lawsuits are dismissed, they are dismissed without prejudice because, you know, you really only get one bite of the apple, but like say your lawsuit was a little premature or whatever, or you filed it in the wrong area or the wrong judicial district, you want to be able to like file that lawsuit again and be able to get your, you know, comeuppance. I mean, comeuppance, I guess, isn't the right word, but like you want to be made whole. So when they dismissed it without prejudice, this just means that it can be brought again in another place, which it was, okay? It was refiled in California. Okay, let's take a quick break. So while it's true that it was dismissed in Chicago and it was gone, Erica really only felt that relief for a little bit of time because it was all the way filed again in California just to make it a little more convenient for her and so that the litigation process could like move forward pretty quickly. So let's talk about Crystal. Where did Crystal get her legal education? Because holy crap, she's like so smart. I think Crystal is brilliant. She she just has like this way about her where she 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 shares a fact or like explains something and it just makes sense. Like when she described what it meant for Erica to be dismissed from this lawsuit or this lawsuit to be dismissed. And she told all the women, like, no, it's going to be refiled. And even when Kyle, like, sort of challenged her on that and was like, well, maybe, she's like, no, like, most definitely. Like, she knows what she's talking about, and she won't back down when when challenged about it. And I love that about her. I love that about her. So I really liked that. Here's one thing that I just want to um, correct that Crystal said. And I don't want to correct her like, oh, you were wrong. This is just something that like so many people get confused. Like even lawyers get it confused. Okay. Crystal said last week that Erica's husband was charged with a crime. That is not true. Now, it's it it's something that someone would say because you think as just like a normal person out and about that if there's a lawsuit against you, like you've done something wrong, it's a crime and the judge is there to like punish you, whatever. However, if you remember from our earlier episodes, we've told you about there's criminal world and civil world. Criminal world the victim is the state. The person who's prosecuting you is the state. So it would be like the state of California versus Erica, you know, and that's just not the case here. The case is um, the Lion Air victims 
or Edelson PC, Lion Air, and against Erica, EJ Global, Tom, Girardi Keys, David Lira, etc. So when it's person versus person, we're talking civil world, and that's a, that means liability, not guilt. Okay, that's different. In civil world, when all is said and done, usually someone's writing a check. And, you know, that's how you're made whole in civil world with money. In criminal world, when all said and done, hopefully someone's not going to jail unless they actually did something wrong. And then it ends with them going to jail. Sometimes they'll pay some restitution if they crashed into like a light pole or like a fire hydrant. They'll have to pay to like fix all that stuff. But if you're charged with a crime, you go to jail. If you're sued, it's civil. You know, you're going to end up probably paying money unless the whole thing's dismissed. So Crystal's right in the fact that it's pretty much said and done based on like the bankruptcy and everything that Tom like is liable for money taken from some victims. I'm going to say allegedly because I'm scared. Um, but he didn't, he's not going to jail. Um, the state hasn't filed anything to say that they have any intention of doing that. And we don't know if that's ever going to happen. So right now we're in civil world and it's just liability, but I, I just love Crystal so much. And I think she's like, that was just so smart. So just the only thing is it's civil, not criminal, but maybe it'll be criminal soon. One of our Instagram followers commented on one of our posts saying that they wouldn't put an incompetent person in jail. And that's why Tom says he's incompetent. Okay, I feel like that Wendy Williams moment where she's like, uh, okay, uh, James, um, uh, just turn on the news, like any local news channel, and you'll see like people who are incompetent are put in jail all the time, all the time. However, if they're incompetent when they do the crime, and the jury all the everyone decides that there's no way that this person was like mentally knew what they were doing was wrong like they have a serious mental defect at the time that they committed the crime or did the action that resulted in a consequence um that got them into court it only really matters that the person was incompetent at that moment if they later became incompetent, they can still go to jail. They just can. It's like upsetting. And, you know, I would suggest looking into it. I would read, go on the internet, go on Reddit, read some stories about people who have experience with people who are incompetent and put in jail. And I'll tell you what, there are a lot of people who are incompetent who are found guilty of crimes that they committed even though they were incompetent at the time and they're still in jail. So that's just not true. Um, but it will, it will stretch out the process and then he's probably thinking he might die at 85 if he's not or whatever age he's going to turn. Like he's not healthy. 
he's old and you know at the risk of sounding again like vanessa and hudgens it's inevitable people are gonna die so that's my opinion a lot of people have been talking about erica having some sort of issue apparently apparently erica has some sort of issue expressing empathy um, the apparently kid, I, you have to watch it. If you like con the corn kid, you have to watch the apparently kid. But so many people have been messaging us and, you know, our friends have been texting us and also I've been creeping around the depths of the internet and just like seeing all these people being like, why the hell isn't Erica expressing empathy? And people are like, if she shows empathy, like, does that show that, like, she's guilty and she did all this stuff? And to that, I say, hold up. First of all, all of us who listen to Allegedly Bravo know that it's not a matter of guilty or not guilty because we're not in criminal world. We are in civil world. So when we're talking about Erica from this point moving forward, we should always be saying liable or not liable. That's completely like different than guilty or not guilty. Guilty or not guilty means usually jail or not jail. Liable or not liable usually means you're writing a check or you're not writing a check. What I think Erica means is if she expresses on the show, like, yes, of course, I feel so bad. Like, every time I wear these shoes, I just think of all the bladder meshes that haven't been given into the right women and so on and so forth. Like, that can't happen because if Erica says that on TV or like they did in um, uh, Jen Shaw's case, if they subpoena all the records of recording or or um filming of this show and they see her saying all this stuff and they enter that into like evidence during a trial that would be so easy to like m- not manipulate but persuade a jury to maybe find that Erica is liable or knew or had knowledge but continued to wear these items knowing that they belonged you know to somebody who actually needed this money And if Erica says things like that on TV, it will be taken out of context and used against her. That's just the nature of lawsuits. So when Erica says, I can't express empathy, she's wrong because she can express empathy, but she's probably advised not to have admission statements, you know, made during filming, which is hard. And probably why her attorney maybe would advise her, you know what? Just don't say anything about it. Just don't say anything about it. Like, it, just forget about it. it. Just move forward. Because it's like, f- insert foot in mouth and then insert that video clip into a trial. And you see all these, like, jurors. I can just picture it in my head. All these jurors looking at this woman, like, decked out in Cartier being like, Yeah, I mean, blood diamonds for sure. You know, that'd be so bad. Okay, so while I was creeping around the corners of Reddit, 
I found a thread about like Erica Jane and her legal issues, mainly talking about her expressing empathy. And I found a couple comments that I just wanted to talk about. First was someone, a user named Suli Chuchu says, I want to put it out there. Erica is the beneficiary of a decades long Ponzi scheme. At best, she didn't know what Tom was up to. More likely, she was complicit in money laundering. EJ Global received $20 million. And she's up to her neck in stolen goods. Stolen goods include earrings for which stolen funds were used to purchase. Dirty money in, dirty money out. Can we start holding our feet to the fire? She was at minimum Ruth Madoff. Ask how well that went for Ruth. And more likely complicit and active participant in scheming and stealing hundreds of millions. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. I'm here to hold Erica's feet to the fire. I mean, whether she knew what was going on or didn't know what was going on, she at least knows that at this point in time, an entire court thinks that the earrings that she wears in her ear are probably stolen or like paid for with money that were stolen from the victims of that plane crash. And, you know, they're like, well, how come they wouldn't? Someone commented on one of our posts. Well, what, how, what would stop them from taking like Erica's underwear if Tom paid for that? And it's like, well, if it's worth money and they can sell it, they will. I mean, look at, um, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey bought the agent provocateur red panty set out of the Girardi Keese auction. So I think the answer there is, yeah, they'll sell her undies if, if they can trace it back to that that was bought with stolen money, absolutely, the court can say, hey, we're going to need that back. So it seems as though the court was like, yes, that was per those earrings. Maybe they were a gift, but the guy who bought the gift, he used stolen money. So we're going to need to get those earrings back. That sucks. Of course that sucks. If you get like some sick diamond earrings as a gift and then some judges like we need those because the guy was a thief and you're like, what? Like these are my favorite earrings. I've been wearing them for seven years. I would be pissed. But you know what? That's why you have to be careful who you marry. So yeah, maybe she didn't know what Tom was up to. Um, but it's hard to think that maybe you didn't have some sort of idea. And also like at this point, it doesn't matter whether she knew or didn't know, because 
the part of the lawsuit that we're in right now is liquidating assets and getting money back into the hands of the people that it belongs to by like taking it and squeezing it out of the stuff that they bought with it. Um, So, yep, I loved that comment. Um, And the no goose three, 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 four says, honestly, this woman's demise is inevitable either way. Oof. If she gets cleared legally, no self-respecting person would do business her, her with her or support any of her endeavors. And in my opinion, that is due largely to her lack of empathy and callousness regarding this situation. It's just a matter of time. And to that, I say no goose three, 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 four. While I agree, I do have to say there are a lot of people who do business who are not self-respecting people. And most of the people who get millions and millions of dollars or billions and billions of dollars do business with sketchy people because they don't have self-respect. They have greed. Greedy people will always do business in a way that gets them what they want. Sometimes that's a little bit of ass. Sometimes that's arm candy. Sometimes that's an invite to a party, you know, but at the end of the day, like the people who have money, they didn't get it generally. People who have money didn't get it by not stepping on the backs of other people. And that to me is not self-respecting. And, you know, that being said, I'd love some money. I'm talking like, Bill Gates, like, fuck you money, like that kind of money, like the, those people will continue to do business with people like Erica because they can take Erica's like hot, sexy body and dance moves and turn a profit with it in a way that makes them money. They don't care that her husband defrauded orphans. They don't care. Like, I mean, we still use BP gas. Uh, Look at what, remember when it like leaked all in the ocean i mean come on if you look at all the things that people have done and we completely forget about it and move on and just continue to buy their stuff like all the all the kardashian jenner people like we just forget that they have this like weird cult mega church happening in la that they just like funnel all their money through you know what i mean it's just like agree but respectfully no goose people with a lot of money don't have a lot of respect okay so can erica say that she feels bad for the victims honestly like the lamest answer and like the most lawyer answer ever is it depends like yeah and no she can know that it will be used to potentially show liability right like she knows this So we got to work around it, right? Expressing empathy isn't expressing liability. There are are many, many, many people who are in the middle of litigation that will express empathy in public. People who release statements like during lawsuits or people who say, I can't talk about it, but like, thank you for your support. And I hope everything gets worked out, you know? My advice, get a fucking publicist, get a publicist. And if you don't have a publicist, get a better lawyer or get a lawyer 
that, you know, also does PR or something is what I mean by better. Um, more of a all service kind of person because it's like she clearly isn't she's either doing a publicist or a lawyer. But homegirl really needs both. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and then let's get into some Diana Jenkins, but like in a very safe, non-threatening to Diana sort of way. Okay, BRB. Okay, we are back. Let's talk about Diana Jenkins. Um, Okay, and when I say that, what I mean is let's talk about the fact that she allegedly donated $100,000 to the victim's of Tom Girardi's little scheme where he allegedly stole all that money from the liner crash victims. So Diana goes, Oh my God, like I feel so bad. I don't know what you're doing about all this victim stuff that you're so mad about everybody else. But as for me, I'm going to donate a hundred thousand dollars to the victims of this lion air crash. Okay, except for the fact that she donated it to her own charity. So she actually donated $100,000 to her own charity is what happened. So um, the Edelson Edelson attorney, I want to call him John Edelson and, you know, no disrespect to Mr. Edelson. Maybe I should just call him that. But I just don't know his name. I think it's John, but it might not be. Well, Mr. Mr. Edelson like released a statement about it, about this vibrant gift that Diana gave to her own foundation, which is like <clears throat> I'm not saying this is what Diana did, okay, Diana, but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, one way that a lot of rich people get around taxes is using their money to donate it to charity. So maybe, you know, this is a great benefit for Diana Jenkins and to the victims of the Lion Air crash. Because if the money really does go to help them and does go to, like, support them, then great, you know? Then great. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Britney or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. But she's also getting a tax deduction. So anyway, as Mr. Edelson said, he goes, as we beforehand introduced, we have now compensated the victims and are concerned in litigation with these that we consider had been concerned with the Girardi Ponzi scheme to recoup our cash and hopefully get extra damages for the Lion Air purchasers. To the extent that there are reputable efforts made to supply donations by Jenkins, 100% will go to the victims. 
Miss Jenkins by no means reached out to our agency. And aside from what we now have seen with the press, we all know nothing about her claimed plans to donate cash to the victims of this horrible tragedy. So like, I have to be honest with you, I had to read that statement by Mr. Edelson a couple of times, a couple of times. I don't know why it was so hard for me to understand it, but after a while, this is what I got. He goes, listen, whenever Tom stole this money, our firm put our money, our firm's money into the trust account to make sure that all those victims were uninterrupted in, you know, the medication services and whatever they needed that they were using the trust money for. So Tom, I'm sorry, Mr. Edelson's like, we financially took care of that. And the reason we're in this litigation is because we need to be paid back for the money that we personally paid to these victims. Because if you remember, when the plane crashed and the lawsuit was over, Lion Air was required to pay money to this class of victims. That money goes into the trust account. Tom stole that money and, you know, bought earrings and whatever not with it. When that happened and these people had no money, Edelson reached into their firm's pocket and put that that own money into the trust to be like, here, continue to live. And now they're like, Tom, you're going to have to pay us back because collections always comes a knocking. They always come a knocking. And and Mr. Edelson's a knocking. So he's like, listen, Diana never called us. We already took care of the victims. We're here to get our own bag back. And Diana never called us to ask us anything about these victims. And, you know, if, you know, say we just missed the call and if she does end up you know, we get a check in the mail or whatever, a hundred percent of that will just go right into the victim's fund. So what they're saying is we paid them their whole. We're trying to get whole. If you give us money, we're just going to give it to them. So like the public doesn't think we're getting money from you or not that the public doesn't think, but so that that's not what ends up happening because that wasn't the point of this whole thing for, Diana. She wanted to help the victims. Okay. So Diana's people, Diana's people replied, okay, Miss Jenkins feels badly for the households of all 189 individuals who misplaced their lives and is taking motion to supply help to them. This has nothing to do with any previous or ongoing litigation. It's merely a manner for Miss Jenkins, Sunelia Basis, and its nonprofit advocate, GVNG, giving, to help the victims' households. So, basically, Diana's peeps are like, listen, this lady feels bad for these people. And, you know, they're going through all this law stuff and paying bills and whatnot, and she doesn't care about Edelson being whole. She feels bad for these people, and she wants to help them. And so she's using her own charities to help these people in the ways that they need. And you know what? 
that's pretty admirable if you ask me. And to me, that makes a little bit more sense. So Diana goes on her own Instagram. She's like, this has nothing to do with any previous or ongoing litigation. Oh, it's literally exactly what she does that up there. So, yeah, she copy and pasted that statement onto her Instagram. And that's where we are with that. So, yeah, she donated it to herself. But her intention with donating it to herself is that her charities directly help those people to get what they need. Because, you know, she's got a point. Like, maybe, you know, they got their money and the bills are paid. But maybe someone needs something extra that the money didn't cover. That happens. And she seems to want to help. So let's see where that goes. I'm curious. Okay, let's talk about the bots. So as you may or may not know, a couple weeks ago on Instagram, there was a complete like, I don't even know, like cyber attack of comment bots on Instagram that were going after specifically Garcelle's youngest son, Jax, the cute, the cute one that Erica told to get the fuck out of here. I mean, this poor kid, has he not been through enough publicly? All he wants to do is go to school and then graduate and then be a kid. Like, and here's all these people just like attacking him. I just feel so bad. I mean, I think he's like 14 on top of it. Anyway, here's my, here's what I have to say. Just because kids are tall doesn't mean they're old. Like, Jax is tall. That doesn't mean he's not 14. Like, he's still 14. Just because he's tall, you can't treat him like he's, you know, 20. You know, Erica? But you apologize, so we'll move on from that. Regarding the bots, all of these bots were sent to Jax's comments, and they are just, they posted, honestly, the most vile shit I've ever seen in I've seen some shit, okay? People say some nasty shit in divorces. I've never seen anything like it. I Half of the stuff I couldn't even dream up in my wildest nightmares, what people were writing on this poor kid's Instagram. So, obviously, everyone was horrified. And they were saying, well, these bots are coming after this kid. And they're saying... Um, tell your mom to apologize to Erica or something to the effect of tell your mom to lay off Diana. And it's like, okay, they were really, the bots were only really talking about Diana and Erica and standing up for Diana and Erica. So the people of the internet were like, obviously Diana or Erica or a combination of both or someone acting on their behalf allegedly hired these bots to attack this poor kid. Well, that's upsetting. And Diana wanted nothing to do with that, which like obviously who in their right mind would want to have anything to do with that. It's horrible. And she filed a lawsuit saying, listen, it's I'm going to find out who released these bots. And she filed it against uh, against Doe's. Um, John Doe's and Joe Rowe or something. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But basically that means that when she finds who these people are, she'll add them into the place of the John Doe 
And that's how she'll begin litigating. Right now she's saying, look, we're having this problem. This is what's going on. I know there's people out here who aren't me who are doing this and we need to get to the bottom of it. And so these are placeholder people and we'll substitute it with their real name when we figure it out. So that's what her lawsuit against the John Doe's was. Um, yeah, that was really interesting to me. And something I have to say is the way that people were reacting to these bots was baffling. And I've seen just like such a group of people who follow housewives, um, and who interact with Bravo accounts, like all, all different Bravo accounts. Like I'm not just talking about like the people who interact with us because we have really great followers and I would say we have very minimal confrontation, if any, on our page, which I love. Like everyone's just very nice and respectful and kind to each other on our page. And we love that. Um, but on other people's pages, I have that are more popular. And I think that's why they get a lot more of these comments. But I will see people battling in the comments and just like saying the most horrible shit to each other. And I just want to say, like, it's not fun to, like, read all that on a meme. Like, this is stupid shit. And I just want to remind you guys, like, this is dumb, dumb shit. This is a bunch of rich ladies arguing about dumb shit most of the time. Like, this time, like, Erica really fucked up and things are serious. But... It's not serious enough to ever be cruel to people and make racist comments and like say mean things and say bad names to people. Like, let's just keep it light. Like, let's just have some fun. It's TV. They're all made of garbage people. We're all made of garbage people. And let's just stew in our garbage and just know we all smell like shit. We all do. And we're all trash and you're not more trash than someone else. And someone else is not more trash than you. And I just want us all to get along and make cakes with rainbows. So that's my little soapbox for the day. Um, I have a criminal behavior and I hate that Cash isn't here on this episode because I love her criminal behaviors always make me laugh. Um, and I love hearing your guys' criminal behaviors. Please send in your criminal behaviors, whether like by email, comment them, DM us, whatever. They're just like, I love them. They're so funny. Um, our email is allegedlybravo at gmail.com if you feel like emailing us. But my criminal behavior is the people who honk at you when you're like trying to turn right, you know, and you're in the right-hand turn lane and the light's green, but there's a pedestrian crossing the street. So while it appears that the light is green and you can go, if you do, it would either be intentional murder or at the bare minimum, like negligent vehicular homicide. So you wait. It's the right thing to do. And the people behind you are just fucking honking. Oh my God. It's mortifying mortifying it's like you have got to stop doing that that is a criminal behavior 
So, of course, now that it's warmer outside and I can, like, actually stick my head out the window without turning into, like, uh, some creepy, like, icicle Yeti guy, I put my head out the window and I say, there's a pedestrian crossing and you need to calm down. And then I play Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. So, anyway, yeah, like, stop honking. Save the honking for when it matters and when when a honk is deserved. Because, you know, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. If we're honking because you're mad that I didn't turn at the green light fast enough or that this poor person hasn't been, you know, ran across the street when they sensed you were coming in a hurry. Let's save the honk for like that that good one where the person's like texting at the light and it's taking forever and it's clearly not someone waiting for a pedestrian while they're turning right save it for that honk or save it for like the person running the red light who almost hits like a cat crossing the street that's the perfect time for a honk i love a honk when you're going under a bridge and it's not busy or you're going in a tunnel i love to honk honking's fun so I understand why the impulse is to honk. And what I'm saying is don't honk in that circumstance because that's criminal behavior and I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. I just won't. Okay, well, check out our Patreon. If you liked this, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash allegedly bravo, and you can get these episodes ad free early and bonus episodes. And like I said at the top of the episode, we upload all the documents that we obtain for these things onto our Patreon so that you can always just like have some light reading, you know, anything casual. Um, Head over to our website. We have some great ideas coming up for some sweatshirts. I guess they're not ideas if they're realized, Um, but you guys don't know what they are. So they're kind of mystical upcoming merch drops, I guess. Anyway, those are coming up. You can check out our website in the meantime, allegedlybravo.com and head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. And if you want to say something nice, go ahead and leave a five-star review and a little comment. But if you don't have anything nice to say, it's best to just Keep it to yourself. Or you know what? If you really want us to hear it, you could just DM us the mean, nasty comment and not leave it on the Apple podcast because then I can't respond. And then I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, okay, hell, uh, uh. so anyway, and it's easier for me to ignore it if you just say it right to me. But if you have something nice to say, please go head over and leave us a five star review. Okay, toodaloo. Bye.